This is Allie. And this is Sage. And this is us on the This Too Much podcast. Yay! (laughs) Sage and I are laughing because we haven't done this in a it feels like a while. It's been like a couple weeks. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Sage and I are going through it. I don't know (laughs) what it is. It's that time of year where your regular depression mixes with your seasonal depression. (laughs) With your holiday. It's like depression, but with tinsel. Yeah. Listen, I've been taking, have you ever heard of those Ollie vitamins, the gummies? But I thought they were just a bunch of malarkey. They might be, who knows, but they make vitamin D vitamins. And, you know, for those of us that live in the Northeast of the country, um, we need to start taking vitamin D this time of year. So I start, I tried them. Yeah. They're shaped like gummy worms. So that's part of the appeal to me. Right. That like, even if they are malarkey and they're not very good for you, I'm like still happy to wake up and take them in the morning. <laughs> I agree. Speaking of living in the North, my Spotify, is it a wrap? Is that what it's called? Spotify wrap. Yeah. My first one guys. Cause I just, <laughs> but my, I'm in the top. 0.5% of people that listen to stick season. And it was like, you've listened to this album 75 times, 75 times. That's so much, which doesn't surprise me because I am one of those people that listens to something till I absolutely can't stand it anymore. Yeah. So that that's so funny. My not to continue on with this topic, but my brother, he usually has like a lot of minutes on Spotify wrapped. He listened for 63,000 minutes this year. And I thought that was like the most, like I'd never really seen anybody that got past that until somebody that I know from a long time ago posted on their Instagram story that they had 112 minutes of listening to music on Spotify this year. 112,000? Yes. 112,000 minutes. I just want to tell you, and I don't want any of the, I don't want any of the Taylor Swift people coming for me, but I, my number five listen to artist was Taylor Swift, which was shocking to me because That's very I don't, I'm not like a, ta- I'm not a Swifty really. Like, and I was like, it's that, it's that freaking anti-hero song because I just, it got me. That's funny. <laughs> no, my number three listens to uh, artist this year was Chris Bowers, who plays the violin for the Bridgerton soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't cringy enough, this is why I didn't share my Spotify wrapped with my social media. This I year, don't. I was like, that's so cringy. <laughs> Taylor Swift is why I didn't share mine. <laughs> I was like, no, this goes against everything I have. Said for. Um, and so now we the- just lost every listener we have. <laughs> so with that should we get into the episode everybody listening is like finally (laughs) Um, so we're on episode five of this is us of season two and the episode title is brothers sage would you like to hit us with a sage synopsis i would so the hulu summary says kate surprises toby at work kevin and randall attend a charity fundraiser for sophie's hospital 
Jack take the, takes the boys on a camping trip, leaving Rebecca to deal with some unexpected news. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much what happens. It's like pretty much what happens. Um, yeah. So should we get into it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we start right away and it's clear that the Pearson boys and man are going camping. Mm-hmm. We're going camping. They're bonding. And right off the bat, Kevin is the most annoying bratty human being on earth. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. This whole episode, I was like, Kevin, get it together, sir. He's Young like Kevin, older Kevin, unless he was with Deja. And then I was like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah but young kevin is like 10 Ugh. and i feel like young kevin he's hard okay i get it he's hard on randall but like when i think about my brother and i who are super close in age we were kind of like that as kids age age he's not hard on randall he's like a nasty little prick like my brother my so brother evil. pushed me through a piece of drywall when i was a kid so Maddie- no, Grant sat on Maddie's face on top of a pillow and basically tried to smother her, but still kind at the end of the day. Kevin's like never kind to Randall. There was also chasing pe- people around the house with steak knives. That happened yeah. a times. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then Rebecca's like, what do you think is going to happen on this trip? Like, how are you getting them to get together? And he was like, I'm just, remember the Steelers, they were a mess in the 79 season. And she's like, you're going to Chuck Knoll them. And Chuck Knoll, just in case anybody needs some Steelers history, was the coach of the Steelers from 1969 to 1991. That's a long time to go. That's a long time. Yeah. But, um, so Jack's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But they go in the woods. Jack's howling. Oh, look, Kevin's not helping, is what I wrote. (laughs) Shocker. Yeah, I love when Jack takes the Game Boy and is like, "There's no Mario in the wild." That was pretty funny. Yeah, (laughs) absent. It It was real cute. That was that was cute. Yeah. Um, and then we see adult Kevin, and he's taking pills for his knee or is looking for pills. Yes. Um, I would like to say I feel like there's a plot hole in this scene. Do you? I do. Just a tiny one. Okay. So we know at this point in time that the Pearsons had a fire at their house, right? And everything was destroyed. So where did these pictures come from that are on Kate's bathroom wall? Yeah, there's a lot of things that like... Because later pictures are brought up like in another episode where Kate's like, we don't have any. I know. Well, and there's like a lot of things where I'm always like confused at like, how did they have this? Like sometimes there's like more than one thing. Right. I guess it's not, it's not Kate's house. It's Randall's house, huh? Now that I'm thinking about it. Right. Either way. And then Kevin comes out of the bathroom after he has these pills, which clearly is a sign of cry for help, which we've been seeing Mm -hmm. this avalanche of Kevin. Right. I just want to say too, Randall is like a little bedtime stickler. He yells at Kevin about, he yelled at his dying bio dad about it. Like he's a little bedtime stickler and I don't understand. Which is so funny because I feel like in the first few episodes of the show, like Randall would like run on the treadmill in the middle of the night yes. and Beth would be like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Why are you the way that you are? Like, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then I was dying when Kevin was like, yeah, we were just talking. Annie was asking me about Ron Howard. And Randall goes, I highly doubt Annie was asking you about Ron Howard. Sure she was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Randall tells him to tread lightly around Deja. It's this whole inner Randall and Kevin's interactions as adults in this are actually really sweet, I think. Yeah. But I like when Kevin's like, tread lightly is my middle name. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, and then they're talking about the Kev vent, as yes. <laughs> Beth calls it, the Kevin. Kevin. Like, I. <laughs> Beth is also cute, and these are the moments where I really like Kevin because I think he's adorable with Deja, and he's like Randall says it later. He's so good with people, like that thing he did with Deja and the bacon. As a teenage girl, I would have melted. <laughs> I would have been wrecked. <laughs> Right. I get it. Yeah. I also get it. Um, but I just really like, like Deja's like, can I go to the gala? And Beth's like, do you think this is a good idea? Pulls Randall to the side. And Randall's like, she finally wants to go to something like, let's just try it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we see Kate and Toby. Yes. And we love this too. (laughs) I wrote Kate sees Toby at work question mark. And then I was like, oh yes, must be at work. Um, and she's like, can I see you in your office? So they go into his office (laughs) and he wipes everything off the desk. I was like, this is so funny. That was so funny. I've Uh, never seen someone clear stuff off their desk so fast in such a like uncaring manner. Like it was perfection. He was like, this is exactly what happens in the pornography that I do not watch. <laughs> He's just like very charming in this scene. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of charm going on in this episode in general. Right. Um, but then Kate lays that pregnancy bomb on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like literally the happiest guy on earth. I love it forever. Um, but, and Kate's very freaked out after she tells him, which I think is totally fair. Like I'm not, and again, I've never had a kid. So like, don't know how that feels, but I imagine, especially with your first kid, you would be very freaked out. However, when she goes, bad things just happened to me. I wanted to throat punch her. I was going to say, you're talking a lot of praise about this. And I did not like this interaction between them. Not this part. Toby clearing off the desk is what I like. That was hilarious. Yes. Yes. But I think that like Kate kind of like took away what should have been like this very happy moment and made it very like solemn. And I like, I did not like this. No, I didn't like it either. And again, not somebody who's ever been pregnant or like had a baby or even like a miscarriage. So like, I'm sure you would be careful about it. However, like her ho-hum attitude about like bad things happen to me. Like I was just like, you are harshing the vibe, girlfriend, harshing the vibe. And not only that, like, I get that it's probably scary, but like, obviously he was happy and excited. And so like, also don't dismiss his emotions either. Right. And I felt yeah. like that's kind of what was happening was she was like almost dismissive of the fact. I feel like she does that a lot with Toby, actually. Like Toby yeah. is the emotional one in the relationship and Kate is the one who's like, shut it down. Right. No, that's true. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. And then we're at a flashback and it's Randall or Rebecca and Kate flashback. And Rebecca's talking to Kate about getting manicures. I thought this was a really sweet moment between them that we don't see all the time. We don't see it often at all. Like, I feel like they are usually very like 
standoffish with each other. Yeah, I agree. And I do think it's funny. She talks about how they could go see Turner and Hooch, which is a Tom Hanks movie, which if anybody remembers a few episodes ago, she goes with them to the movies. Um, When they're teenagers, she's like, even Tom Hanks couldn't do it for me. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, apparently never. Um, And then she gets a call from this nursing home and Jack's dad is dying. Mm Mm-hmm and she calls jack which i just think it's so funny watching this now like now that cell phones are like such a big thing and she's leaving this message at like the ranger station like what a different time no i mean it still kind of exists i remember being like late high school age and my parents were going to like one of these campground things with their friends for a weekend and they like said they're like we're not gonna have any cell service so you have to call the campground if there's an emergency so I don't think I could do it I did it when I was younger obviously because there were no cell phones but like now that I'm older and have access to it I'm like no yeah I don't know like I have mixed feelings about it I I feel like I'm pretty good at being able to like turn my phone off if I want to, but yeah. like I never like feel like I have to. I don't know. No, I think my pro- I think my whole thing is like now that you're so used to them, like if I had an emergency, I don't think I could deal with right. like not be having access. Yeah, I think it would be hard, and also like everything would be so much more delayed. Like yeah, and I in this in this moment, I do feel really bad for Rebecca. Very much Rebecca in the flashbacks in this episode. I think she shows this like level of maturity and like empathy um, for Jack and even for his dad. Like it's, I think she's like, this is a different side of Rebecca that I really like. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then we get this flashback with Jack and his dad and they're going fishing. Um, and they stop at Billy's Tavern, which I had to say is Billy's Tavern straight out of like a 50s Western movie because it looks like an old saloon. I'm like, I just kept is- thinking maybe it's on like a back road in Pennsylvania, like a very, very back road town. I, there are some places around here that look like that. <laughs> it literally looked like a Western saloon, I agree like in you. the movies where like people are going to be standing something, outside shooting something guns right out of Django Unchained. Like- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and I think the casting of tiny Jack is so good. Like he's just like, "Mm, I want to squish him. Yeah. He's so cute. But yeah, you think Jack's the only one in the car at this point in time. And his dad pulls over and says, I'll be right back. And that's all we see right there. Yeah. Um, and then we see we're back with Jack and Randall and Kevin and they're building the tent and obviously Kevin's picking on Randall. I think the biggest thing you're missing here is that Jack is literally a sexy lumber Jack. (laughs) That Buffalo plaid shirt and him like roasting marshmallows on a fire, whatever the hell he was doing. I was like, done. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Do you know what I did know about this scene though? This is like one of the very first times that Kevin ever gets like truly like yelled at. Yes, I wrote that down because he Jack has like had enough. Like he's yeah. done. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I think like because Kevin's been like, they always say, like, Kevin, stop. But then like they kind of like right. well, even at the beginning, Rebecca's like, Kevin can be so Yeah. And Jack's but I like, think I know. What I think that 
their parenting style kind of is instead of disciplining Kevin, they kind of just comfort Randall. Yeah. Which is not okay. No, it's not for either of them. Really? No, it's so, like, it's awful. And even in the next episode, we kind of see more of like, especially the Randall stuff. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's definitely a common theme. Yeah. And I feel like Kevin gets ignored in the next episode. <laughs> like, I'm like, Kevin always gets ignored. I know, but it doesn't give him a right to be an asshat. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and um, then we see adult Kevin, right? Yes. Okay. Adult Kevin, and he's at Sophie's house. Mm-hmm. And he's drinking and also calling the doctor for more Vicodin. Right. And then he's lying to Sophie. This I have is a question. The, this is the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Did you think Sophie looked very different in this episode? Yes. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> I wrote that down too, because I was like, what is off about her? Like, I don't know what it is. Something. I was like, is her hair different? I was like, is it the way she's dressed? Like we normally see her in scrubs. Does she have more makeup on? Yeah. But, there, but I don't think she looks like this in other episodes. I don't think. I think she looks like this in other episodes at all. No, I don't either. I mean, maybe it's it's the same actress, right? It's not yes, like it some. It's that's what I thought. I'm very confused though because I wrote it down okay. too because I was like, why do you look like a different person? She looks like almost like ghostly. Yes, okay. I don't know what it was. It was it the lighting in this episode. Yeah. I wonder if that's why she was like not in a bunch of episodes right before this. Yeah, like, like I don't happened? know if maybe she again. I'm like trying to figure out when she was taping The Walking Dead, right? Versus the beginning of this, but I think, yeah. but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't I know if maybe she, you know, maybe she had the flu or was yeah. It, I don't know. know. I have no idea, but she did look different. It's very different. I would also okay. like to say I am not a fan of outfit number two. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite okay fair (laughs) yeah but um and that was it for that scene right yep yeah and then I think we're at Randall and Beth yeah yep yep um Beth tells Randall not to tell her any jokes (laughs) and tells him not to be cool and he's like I am cool (laughs) it's just the worst thing god bless Randall She's like, just be normal. <laughs> just be normal. And it's so sad because Randall wants people to like him so much. And that car ride to the to the gala kills me when he's like the DQ blizzard. I, <laughs> he just kept going on about what all these old to, buildings. Yeah, Michael's used, to, used be. to be a Coles. I was <laughs> like, this is prime dad talk. <laughs> he's so cute though. Yeah. Um, and then we see Rebecca is going to see Jack's dad at the nursing home. Yes. I would like to say too, I want to give baby Kate credit because she was like very patient through this whole thing and not like bratty or like upset at all. Yeah, I agree. I also, I thought that young Kate was very charming in this episode. Yes, I thought that too. It was a good episode for the littler people. Yeah, I didn't, I don't always get that from young Kate. But like No, me I- neither. This episode, she was very just like, just a sweet kid, you know? She was. She was just like sweet. She was all, and I think maybe it made it sweeter because Rebecca and her weren't fighting or indifferent towards each other. So it was just like nice. But I like that she left baby Kate in the lobby. 
Yeah. But I guess like in a sense, considering the situation, like Kate has never seen this man who's her grandfather. And obviously Jack like set that boundary for a reason. And I think, I think that Rebecca was trying to respect that boundary Respects that boundary yes absolutely so. yeah you know what's even crazier I guess now that I'm thinking about it in the episode where Jack and Rebecca have that like date in the stadium parking lot like he kind of talks about like at this point in time Rebecca doesn't even know about the money for the house or anything so yeah. her like respecting that boundary I think is really beautiful without even knowing any of that yeah it's true I really like her in this episode, which is, which is a weird thing for me to say. So, but <laughs> she's I like, like not her. awful. This is the thing though, is like, after a while, you kind of forget what happens with Randall. Like they do yeah. a good job of just, I like, will never forget just so you're aware, <laughs> but everybody else seems to like the entire like cast just yes. seems to like next episode. It. She's back to like grading on my nerves though. <laughs> she's back. It's fine. Um, And then I think after this, we have just like a small flashback of little Jack and it's the saddest flash. I, it was like breaking my heart when he's like, he's coming back. He's coming back looking at the worms because I was like, and he almost reminded me of Randall a little bit in this piece because of like the kind of anxiety that's going on. Yeah. But it was a sad little, it was a sad, like five second scene. I was like, Oh no. no." Yeah. And then we see Jack talking to Kevin in the 10 and he says, why can't you just be nice to him? Kevin is awful. Yeah. And, but my response to that was like, the reason why Kevin isn't always nice is because Randall does get special attention. I agree with that, but I all the time and Kevin gets little attention. Yeah. I love that Kevin screams. I don't know because I wrote down in all caps. I don't know either, Kevin. (laughs) but I do know he's jealous he's so jealous get over it like but he's 10 I don't care you have to care a little bit like that's the problem is like he is such like the backseat child that he's jealous and like when you're 10 years old you don't have the emotional capacity to handle that I guess I do love that Jack says I I you all need something different from us yeah but I'm also like clearly whatever you're doing for Kevin isn't working isn't enough I know the poor guy I I feel so bad for little Kevin yeah I do sometimes and then I don't like when he tried to drown himself get over yourself like (laughs) he's just he's he's such a sad boy (laughs) he is a sad boy I like adult Kevin re-watching yeah you know but whatever um, and then Randall, I think we're back at Randall and Deja mm-hmm. <laughs> and they walk in and Randall's trying to relate to her by talking about school Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> I was like, yes, Deja really strikes me as the type of kid that watches Star okay. Trek. <laughs> My favorite his like Sterling K Brown does this really good thing where he's just talking to people where he's just like naturally a dork. where he's just like be me up scotty and just like doing things that you would do impulsively if you were like weird and talking to somebody and like just like because i do it but yeah he's so good at doing it on screen and making it seem like totally natural Um, (laughs) and then kevin we see kevin on the phone again Mm -hmm. and then he comes over to deja and he's like oh my god and randall's like don't say anything about her hair he's like i love your hair (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and she tells him that she likes the Manny and he gets yes. all like talking to her. And like, He's this is so good. I know. And like, this is the first time that you really see Deja look very comfortable and happy since yeah, like, she's, she's like moved in with the Pearsons. Lighting up. Even when Kevin yeah. goes, it's very Halle Berry and like swordfish. That's what you're giving. Yeah. And I just, and even Sophie is so sweet to her. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like, it's the first time you see Deja like purely joyful, which yeah. is a nice like change for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, I think at the end, even when we see it at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll get into like, it's so sad. It goes back to being sad so fast. Yeah. For me, I like wondered if maybe it was because Deja, like she obviously has seen the Manny. So it's something that she's like comfortable around. And so like, I feel, I feel like even though she doesn't know Kevin personally that well yet. Yeah. She just feels like it's a familiar face in like right. such an yes. unfamiliar world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also think it'd be cool to meet a celebrity in general. Like absolutely. that part yeah. would also be neat, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. And then next we're back at Kate and Rebecca and Kate happens to, she like walked in on Rebecca talking to Jack's dad, right? Mm-hmm. What I think is so sad about this scene is Kate saying, do you think dad will look like that when he's older? And I'm like, dad won't look like anything because he dies. <laughs> I know. But the the conversation between Kate and Rebecca, I felt like was very sweet. Yes. And Rebecca says like, you know, people change all the time and like, I think that she was talking about appearances some, but it made me like think, is she like thinking that Jack's dad has changed some and like, that's why she needs to be here to be with him during this time. You know, I put, it was a very refreshing moment between Rebecca and Kate, but I felt like this whole younger sequence of them is like very refreshing because you don't see it ever. Yeah, I agree. I liked it. And then next... (laughs) I could tell by your face what was coming next because Sage is making a face and everybody <laughs> that's listening to this, if you're rewatching, knows what's coming next. It's uh, a weight loss group. Oh weight no. Weight loss support groups. I'm so, I hate them so much. I can't believe Kate is still going. I know. That's exactly. And when you're pregnant. And we find out that like her and Toby have been going for weeks and weeks and yes, weeks. Yes, I know. I do want to say like seeing Madison in this episode though, at the beginning, like her character development through this whole show, which I don't think is really a spoiler because if you're list, like you don't know what happens, so it's fine, but is so crazy. Yeah. I kind of, to be honest with you, I kind of like Madison. Even, too. even this version charming. of her. Yes, I love her when they hit each other in the car. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I think like, I feel bad for Madison because Kate loves to like go off on her. Kate is nasty in this scene. But what Kate doesn't understand is that even though her problems are not the same as Kate's, clearly Madison still has issues. And it doesn't mean they're not valid. I feel like Kate's so insecure with herself that like she can't even see that. She's so like blinded by her rage about Madison being thin and being there. That's why I don't like this. It like makes... It doesn't paint a very flattering portrait of Kate. Yeah. But, but yeah. So then Madison talks about how she has started smoking a vape because of her boyfriend's parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even say it. Like I think about the name Terrence and I think about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I Terrence. wrote it down. 
Harris's life coach's name is Terrence. And that's my picture. <laughs> this is the man. I think that the universes are colliding. <laughs> I think that this is the same man. I think what so are the too. chances that this man named Terrence is in LA convincing some poor girl that obviously has an eating disorder that she should take a vaping? I could see I, it happening. I feel like it's totally possible. <laughs> I think it's the same Terrence. Um, I do think it's really interesting. Like Madison's talking about that. Kate goes off, which I think is so evil and like, so like, I don't want to say unprofessional because I guess it's not a professional setting, but like so immature. Yeah. I feel like also whoever the leader is of this, like, yeah, where were they? Like they need to be shutting this down, like saying like, if you can't be supportive, like you're not welcome. Like, right. It's like uh, nasty. Yeah. I do love when they're outside and they're screaming at each other and Madison's <laughs> like, confrontation makes me cry. Right. And I was like, I feel that muscle. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. But what else I thought was so interesting about the scene is Kate is looking at Madison like, you don't even have a problem. What do you have to be upset about? And Madison, what Kate doesn't realize is Madison wants what Kate has. She's like, I'm watching you and Toby be disgustingly in love with each other. And I want that. Right. Right. So I think the scene is like very telling and I think it's like very true to like real life where you're like, well, like that person clearly is super happy because they're thin or like they have what I want, but really like everybody wants what everybody else has. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, do you know what I also said is, so when Kate tells Madison after they get into that little bender yes. bender that she's pregnant I thought it was so sweet that Madison was so happy yes but I was lovely like that's how Kate should have responded with Toby that's all I could think was like why why can she let this person who she doesn't even like be joyful and happy with her but then when she told Toby her fiance like the one other person that like kind of feels in a way similar to her about the situation yes she like will not let him have any emotion about yeah, it. Yeah, because she's rude. Yeah, I just, I really not I, like that. No, but I do love Madison in this scene. Maybe that's an unpopular thing that you and I both feel, but I thought she was lovely. Oh, I liked her a lot too. I like Madison. I can't think of a time in this entire show that I dislike Madison really. No, really. me neither, actually. I think she's great the whole time. Yeah. And then next, I think we're back at the gala, right? Yes. And we kind of hear Sophie start introducing Kevin up on stage. Yes. And then we like cut to Deja is eating shrimp. And I like Randall's just staring at her eating shrimp, by the way. Well, like clearly like Deja is like, this is amazing. Yes. Like this is so fun. And she's like having such a good time. Yeah. And, and she's I think so Randall is like reveling in that. Yes. Especially because I like at this point, we haven't seen any like instances where Deja is like happy. Since yeah. she's come to the Pearsons. Right. Um, but then she starts to eat the shrimp tail and Randall like knocks it out of her hand. That hurt, hurt my soul for both I of them. Know. I know. Especially yeah. because he like just wanted to keep her safe and everything. Yeah. And she just felt the opposite of safe. Right. And yeah. So sad. It's very sad. And then we see Kevin on the phone in the hallway. Yeah. This very unbecoming, sad portrait of Kevin. 
Yeah. Or he's on the phone with the doctor. Now I was going to ask you this question. Do you think the doctor is irresponsible for refilling the Vicodin even one more time than it was supposed to be filled? I think it depends on the situation to an extent. Like, and I, this is kind of how like these things happen in my eyes as like, if somebody is in pain, like you can't ignore that, you know? So if somebody's either in pain or claiming to be in pain, right. like that's not just something that you can ignore. And like, that's how addictions start, right. you know? So like all, all people like coming to an, a hospital or something saying like, oh, I'm in pain. Like you have to treat them as if like that pain is 100 right. real. And I right. think that that could have been the case. I mean, and I think that maybe Kevin is in pain. Like he didn't take his um, like post-op plan appropriately. Right. No. And he was up and walking within like hours of having surgery on the treadmill and then back on set, like within a couple of days. And he was rubbing at his knee at the beginning of the episode. So right. he might be in pain. Yeah. And so like right. the doctor might have prescribed another dose or another refill in order to help him with this issue he's having. Right. What, and, th- and this is the issue with how like, drug addiction really yeah starts. so right. no I totally agree with you but so um, I don't know as though the doctor is negligent or wrong yeah. and I I'm not accusing anybody of anything I was just wondering what yeah. your opinion on that was yeah um, I also think that a name like Kevin Pearson like not that that has to do with anything but he's right. supposed to be like this famous actor and everything and right. you know if he says well I need this like so that I can get back to work so that I can create movies and blah right. blah blah like people may be more persuaded Absolutely. than the average Joe you know so yeah. I like how he screams take my picture down off your wall I'm you're not a restaurant <laughs> but that's exactly like this case yeah like, ob- that's exactly what I'm saying like clearly yeah. his doctor like has this you know admiration yeah. for Kevin so right absolutely and then I think we're at a flashback with Jack Kevin and Randall mm-hmm. Randall and Jack are making hot dogs on the fire And I thought that this part where he's talking, Jack is talking, is so insightful into Jack's life later where he says, you have to give people space Mm -hmm. to do their own thing and then they'll come back to you. Is very telling to me about something that maybe he thought was going to happen. Yeah. You know, which is really sad. It is very sad. Yeah. It's very, it's we so I watched some episodes from season three yeah. over over the holidays and stuff and uh <laughs> that's something that we should get into when we get to those episodes yes Re- it is remember this in like a yeah. couple months remember this and Rebecca <laughs> and Jack's talk in the car about how there was more that he needed to tell her yeah remember all of this yeah remember <laughs> everything guys <laughs> um and I'm telling you to remember because I want to talk about it when we get there <laughs> me too, me <laughs> and I'm too. afraid I'll forget no I know um and then we are back with is this when we're back with Randall and Kevin yes and Randall and Kevin are outside of the okay. bathroom and I just have to say I think this is such a sweet scene 
I think it's so cute. And Randall's like, you're Kevin, you're good with people. Like I've never yeah. been good with people. Right. And you're just like, people like you, people are drawn to you. And I love that that woman comes out of the bathroom and is looking at both of them. Like, them. <laughs> and Randall goes, madame. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin says something that is really telling. And he says, you feel too much. And I try not to feel anything at all. Right. And I think that's such a sad thing sad thing to say but I think it also is like I mean you can this is what this is us does so well they set up this character development and who these character characters are so well that like you're watching the flashback and when Kevin says it it's like yeah absolutely that's who you've always been right right so I just thought but I thought this was a lovely moment and then I love that Kevin's like you're gonna go in there huh and he's like yes I am (laughs) (laughs) um and then we're back with Jack and the boys and the park ranger found Jack yeah. um, and patches Rebecca through on the radio yes. um, and she tells him what's going on. And he says that he's going to stay out camping with the boys. He's yeah. not coming home. I have to tell you, I did that thing that I've done before on the show where I created a false memory of what happens here. I was oh, like, yeah. he definitely goes back. He definitely talks to his dad. The kids definitely meet his dad. <laughs> I was like, no. Was not real. Like, it was not real. That's but funny. Again, I think Rebecca is so good in this scene where she's talking to him on the phone and is just like reassuring him. Like, she doesn't, there's no judgment in her voice. She's, there's like nothing. And then she's like, you're a freaking miracle. Like, you yeah. were a miracle. And he says, it takes one to know one, which I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) you're so hard on Rebecca. She's so good this episode. No, I I said that I'm giving her her credit. And to be honest, like her family's a nightmare also. So maybe that is true. She gets it. She, I mean, they don't have the same relationships with their parents, obviously, but Rebecca gets not having that closeness. No, I, yeah, I know but I just thought that scene was really lovely. And I love Rebecca in this episode. I'm laughing. You can probably hear my smile through the microphone because I flipped my page and saw what was coming next and saw the quote (laughs) I wrote down. And I'm just laughing about it. Um, Because next I think we see Toby and Kate. And Kate's like, bad news, good news. And she's like, I wrecked my car into Madison. And he's like, did you you kill her? It's so funny to me. It made me laugh in the moment too because the way Toby says it is like so sincere. No, that was pretty funny. Uh, And that's I and then she tells him that she told her that she's pregnant, right? And she's like, it felt good. And that was it. Like that was Kate's like for being pregnant, Kate's storyline is kind of on the back burner. (laughs) It's true. It is true. It's it still funny though. It won't be for for long, I'm sure. No. Um. So Sophie's clearly pissed at Kevin. Um. Seen. Which I mean, understandably, the ghost of Sophie. Yeah, <laughs> the ghost of Sophie is pissed at Kevin. Um. But she's like just so embarrassed, and like that it makes me feel so sad for her. He comes back and acts like everybody's still there. Meanwhile, the staff is like cleaning shit up. Like, I'm yeah. Just, like, yeah. And like the worst part is, is like he he's like, I don't even know like what to say. And she's like, well, why did you choose to get drunk today? Like this was supposed to right. be my day and everything. Yeah. 
Um, and he just I says, do feel like, like he gaslights her a little bit in this scene when after bit. she says that, and then he's like, I didn't want to let you down, but I feel like that's a little bit gaslighty because like she's already upset and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, and then he just says, like, I'm exhausted and I want to leave. And he says, I'll see her at home. And he leaves. Yeah, it's very sad. It is sad. I forgot all about this storyline, if I'm being completely honest with you. Not the uh, not the addicted to pain pillars, pills part, but like the Soph. I didn't realize he dated Sophie so long. I didn't either, to be honest with you. So, Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. No spoilies here. Um, That's what I'm trying not to do. I know, like, I know. It's monitor hard. what I say next. It's hard. It's hard <laughs> not to spoil it. Um, and then I think we are at um, Deja and Randall. Yes. And we see Randall in the women's bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and I want to be like, how many women tried to come in the bathroom while you've been standing there? <laughs> but I do. I think Deja. I think Deja is great in the scene. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like she's very mature. And like, I mean, I think she probably had to be mature her whole life, right? But like, right. I think the way she levels with Randall in this scene where she's like, are you going to stay out there forever? And he's like, yes. And she's like, you can't grab me like that because right. this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's it's a really good scene for Deja too, where it's like her anger's not talking. She's talking it out. It's like yeah. a breakthrough. Yeah. I think like this is the first time that Randall's ever really gotten like a new perspective of her yes. a little bit. And like, I think that he's probably all, always known like that her life was hard, but like, I don't think he ever realized like how hard, like, especially like the foster care system is because yeah. like in his mind, like all foster homes were probably like similar to him and Beth. Yeah. And he probably thinks that a lot of her anger comes from her not being with her mom. Yeah. But really, and truly like it's, it's from all of the things. Yeah. You know? I also think sometimes Randall at the beginning of this whole experience thinks that foster system is like being adopted like he was where his the, his parents were lovely and he got very lucky right you know what I mean so I think you're right in that like it's not just being mom mad at her mom it's the whole it's everything yeah and I think too like Randall is relatively privileged yeah and I mean he grew up with good parents right. he has a good job a loving family the whole nine yards and yeah. I think that he sometimes like forgets that yeah with other experiences he's had in his life you know and I think that obviously as a black man like he's less privileged than like Kevin is and he was adopted and yeah absolutely like that but like I think he he forgets to check his own privilege sometimes too yeah. so I agree with you yeah I think that's fair yeah and then the next scene is the absolute sweetest thing that I have ever witnessed in my life grand I put grand gesture gesture central (laughs) but this was like I will say like this was a Kate gesture initially I mean Toby's the one that takes it to the next level right I'm like this is like the first time I think that Kate like really does something for Toby I did write that down to be fair I was gonna give Kate credit because I was like I love that she just goes in and she's like you can tell anyone in this restaurant but it's like something that like she never like gives for him he always gives to her yeah 
And so like, that was like really refreshing for me to to witness. And I really love that his happy song is I only want to be with you by Hootie and the Blowfish. (laughs) But I was obsessed with this scene and I know it's even kind of a little bit hokey, like not so realistic. Right. But I just think it's like, it sparks joy in my heart. And I just like, I love it. I also think he mopped up that water he he threw on himself. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I like. I get it. It was cute, though. It, it was, was cute. I loved it. I thought it was nice. Yeah. Um. And then we see Kevin is in the tents on his Game Boy, and he notices Randall's notebook. Yeah, that's real sad. This was heartbreaking. But like, I love how Kevin like handles it. Yeah, he has a come to Jesus moment, and he's like, maybe I should be nice to my brother. Yeah. But I'm gonna be honest. If someone was like, you just lay in the tent and don't be outside. That's my kind of day. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a Game Boy and some snacks. Yeah. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. Even better if we just stay home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I do like Kevin in this moment because Kevin does that thing that Kevin does best where you freaking can't stand him forever. And then at the end, he like pulls it out and is like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will. He does do that. You're right. Yeah. Um, I do think though something one of the tips that Randall like wrote to himself was don't ask Kevin to borrow his Game Boy and I just want to say why doesn't Randall have a Game Boy of his own I know but maybe Randall's not interested like they're all but if he wants to ask like if he's borrowing it maybe Jack and Rebecca should say we need more than one Game Boy (laughs) right no I agree with you completely (laughs) but yeah like I feel like some of this is their child their parent maybe Randall likes other things more like for example it's like true. like nick has a switch do i enjoy playing the nintendo switch yes switch if you're listening sponsor us, sponsor us. however cool. like would i ever ask for a switch no because i don't really care like you know what i mean yeah like i get it okay i get it and i get that like maybe they asked for different things for christmas yeah. and that was like kevin's christmas gift or whatever right. but like if i was jack and rebecca and like kevin never gave randall a turn and it was yeah. like caused like a point of contention or whatever like right. in my mind that would be like hmm maybe hmm. we need to ask randall if he would like a game boy yeah. for christmas right you know what i mean no i agree so i agree and then i think we're back at kate and rebecca mm-hmm. and rebecca's talking to jack's dad and she's like jack's not coming and then this whole montage starts yeah where we see jack howling with the boys which I think is so sweet it's cute and we see Randall and Deja and then we see Kevin by himself which is very sad yeah and then we see the sprinkler picture on the wall like what's happening before the picture on the wall um and then we go back to little Jack yeah and a bombshell is dropped yeah so we see that um this little boy pops up from the back seat behind jack he's so cute with those little glasses i know okay <laughs> child nikki cutest kid ever but so we see this kid pop up and um jack says nikki you finally woke up and basically is very like brotherly and sweet to him very sweet to him 
Um, and then we see Jack, older Jack. Yeah. Um, pull letters and pictures out of a lock box and the camera pans to the guy in glasses. Um, Who is not the Nikki we come to know in Vietnam. I'm not giving away. No, we see Vietnam guys, but like they, they like kind of covered his face though. So yeah, like, I thought that was a smart obvious. idea, but it's yeah. like clearly not the same jawline. Yeah. Um, and it says Pearson on the uniform. Yeah. I remember watching this the first time and being shook. Well, yeah, that was, it was a intense moment. It wasn't, honestly, <laughs> it was it's intense. so good though. It's it was so good. so good. It was so good. And to be honest with you, I was like so excited when I was watching this last night in preparation for today, because Nikki is like one of my favorite oh, characters on the me show. Me too. I think he I, is my favorite character. I, he's not because Beth is, Beth is hands down the best person yeah. on earth but but nikki is one of my favorites he's he's it's all the people who aren't the pearsons i know nikki is the pearson but like it's all the people who are like aren't really related to rebecca it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one way to put it yeah <laughs> yeah jack yeah. jack nikki, his brother Beth, toby, toby. Mig, migs migs <laughs> makes sense it makes sense yeah madison i like her i She's love madison yeah <laughs> seems like the common denominator is, yeah, rebecca. Common denominator is rebecca yeah. um, you like randall i know i do love randall and i like kevin i do like kevin sometimes kevin's a lot better this this time this time around, around. yeah i agree i think i feel like i'm about to really hate kevin because i remember what's coming I know it's coming too, but I think I've got a different perspective on it. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, but yeah, so that's a lot. And then that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Dropping yeah. a bomb bombshell and they're not going to bring it back up for a while. Yeah. That's what I love about this show too. It's like, oh, you forgot about it. Guess what? It's back. Every single week. They're like, what can we do <laughs> to, to <wreck> people's souls? <laughs> to make people tune in next week to see if they find out what this cliffhanger is about and then they don't talk about it for weeks no it's so good oh this show i love it it is so good i know do you have a favorite and least favorite i do so my favorite was the scene at the very end i just i love nikki and i I do too i was so excited honestly watching this i forgot that this is how we found out about Nikki yes I, I didn't forget because I I didn't forget because I really liked the way that they did it yeah much like I love the first episode for the same reason because it's yeah. like out of nowhere you're like oh my god yeah well and also so like you know we've talked about on this show like Jack was going to tell Rebecca about yeah. things like he's we were talking about that night um right. that they went to the stadium and everything like yeah it makes you wonder like at the time you know you kind of think like oh he's gonna tell him about his dad yeah and the money but like there's other things that are now like coming becoming yeah. more clear yeah you know it's very crazy it is very crazy no. and it's like insane to me that like jack is supposed to be like mr perfect but has like this whole hidden life okay with his dad <laughs> and nikki i know but he is perfect He's a freaking miracle. 
he's bad i'm just saying like he's got all these other things going on here's the pedestal here's jack (laughs) rebecca (laughs) rebecca sometimes she just like refuses to see that there's anything wrong with yeah i like he's keeping secrets yeah and i think later my whole thing is like i think part of the reason he got away with it is like vietnam is a very touchy subject in american history right absolutely you know, and I feel like the men and women who were in Vietnam had the, had the most disrespect thrown at them. Right. Like, and I think what was seen over there, I can't even imagine. And I think it showed us such a good job of talking about it, but I think a lot of people from Vietnam do not talk about what happened in Vietnam because it's a very controversial war. Absolutely. And I think that Jack kind of hid behind like I like I don't want to share anything. No, yeah, exactly. But like there's things that don't necessarily like his dad keeping keeping the fact that he borrowed all that money from his dad right. a secret from Rebecca. Like right. that was always a secret <laughs> until that night, you know. Right. So, no, I agree. Which is just like, I think that sometimes we give, and I say we as in like a whole right fan base, <laughs> give Jack Pearson a little bit too much of a halo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I agree. I'm it's not, just like, I love him. Don't get me wrong. There's I something him. about, there's something about Milo Ventimiglia that just makes me forgive everything he's ever done as a character. <laughs> yeah. He's just so charming. <laughs> yeah. He's a lumber Jack. <laughs> um, so my least favorite moment in this episode was Kate telling Toby that she was pregnant. Yeah. I didn't like it. And I liked it. It's bad. I liked like everything leading up to it. Yeah. But like, I just hate that she had to steal his joy. Yeah. I, I like that so she redeemed funny. herself, but I, yeah, hate- I agree. But like, why did you have to? Right. My whole thing, so I was like really torn. My favorite, I had like two and I couldn't pick. And I have two least favorites too, but like they're, I'm conflicted for reasons. So my first favorite, I love the conversation Kevin and Randall have outside the bathroom. And I know it's a small, small um, moment, but I just think it's like this beautiful moment. And it, it has depth, even though they're like, it's even though it's like in this funny moment where they're standing outside of the bathroom, there is depth there, right? Right. Like you're both going through something. So I love that. I also love the reveal. So those are my two, right? And then least favorite, I hate that Kate moment with the pregnancy, but I hate, but, and then I was conflicted because I was like, I hate weight loss support groups and they will forever be my least favorite, but I love the Madison moment that comes out of it. So like, yeah. I was just conflicted. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So those were my two. I didn't know what, I didn't know what to pick. So I was just like, I'm going to pick all four. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> everything. Um, so yeah. Um, as far as pop culture picks, I will go first if you'd like. Wait, me did you cry? Did oh, you, did you oh no, I didn't cry this episode. Me neither. Me neither. No, <laughs> I didn't. I, I mean, I, did I like feel very deeply about things? Yes. But I didn't feel like there was anything like cry worthy in here. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah um you didn't cry either I was no. Just, no no um so as far as pop culture picks goes I said this last time and since it is the winter season the holiday season 
Um, I thought that my pop culture pick would be holiday themed again. So I'm telling everybody to watch White Christmas because it is a great classic full of music and romance and <laughs> and um, beautiful dancing that I love so much. So that is my pop culture pick. It's a gorgeous movie and you know, I love old timey movies, but, and the dancing Vera Ellen dancing, it's the dancing for me. Her <laughs> dancing is like phenomenal. Like I, I love her. So please watch it if you haven't watched it yet or just yeah. watch it if you have. And it's on, and it's on Netflix this year. I don't, it is. I don't know if they always put it on, but I don't think they do. I think I had yeah. to watch it on like Hulu last year. Yeah. But it is on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, there's another way to watch it. Yes. Um, my pop culture pick is also on Netflix. I have a lot of Netflix things lately. Like okay. for a while, for a while, I was feeling like they weren't like putting out a lot, but now I'm Whoa. like getting back into like they're putting out a lot more. Like they do this in like cycles. I don't like it because then I want to cancel my subscription and then all I know I get like, <laughs> I know I get so feisty and I'm like you guys suck. You cancel things. There's nothing. Time. And yeah. then I'm like. Ooh. And then I'm like, ooh, Gilmore Girls, even though I have the box sets. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm gonna recommend the show Who is the Mole? Oh, yeah. Which used to be a show on like cable. Yes, I was obsessed. <laughs> well, they remade it in yeah. true Netflix fashion. And if you have ever liked like a good um if you like like the Netflix reality shows, like I love the show The Circle. Yeah. That goes with it. Like those type of like almost game showy type shows. Yeah. Like that's what this is. But it was like, I was really, really obsessed with it as it was like airing every Wednesday on Netflix. I was like, I have to find out who this is because like yeah. they don't tell the audience either. So yes, like, I loved when it was on. Yeah. I loved when it was on TV. So yeah. I have been wanting to watch it. So I can't wait. It's good. I really enjoyed it. It was short. It was only like six or eight episodes maybe, but it was good. Okay. I love it. Great. Well, guys, that was episode six. No, it wasn't. That was episode, episode five. five. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Making sure you're still paying attention. <laughs> um, that was episode five. Next episode, we're going to have a fun guest. Yeah. So That's stay tuned. Really, Listen yeah. in for that. Stay tuned. But um, we hope you're having a safe and fun holiday season. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah. Anything else, Sage? Nope. I think that's it. All right. Well, this was us. This was us. Bye. Bye.